Our Lady of Fatima's plan to defeat this coronavirus. The first Saturday devotion. A privileged way of making reparation and fostering worldwide devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, which is a crucial element in the fourth point of her plan. Pray and sacrifice for sinners. This presentation was given by Father Michael Rodriguez. It is the seventh episode in a series which details Our Lady's five-point plan, sponsored by the Fatima Center. The First Saturday Devotion I will begin with a prayer of reparation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Most glorious Virgin Mary, Mother of God and our Mother, turn thine eyes in pity upon us, miserable sinners. We are sore afflicted by the many evils that surround us in this life, but especially do we feel our hearts break within us upon hearing the dreadful insults and blasphemies uttered against thee, O Virgin Immaculate. Oh, how these impious sayings offend the infinite majesty of God and of His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. How they provoke His indignation and give us cause to fear the terrible effects of His vengeance. We desire, O Most Holy Mother, to love Thee and to honor Thee with all our hearts, since this is the will of God. And we will do all that is in our power to make Thee honored and loved by all men. By our prayers and sacrifices, we hope to atone for the offenses and ingratitude of so many men. Obtain for them and for us the pardon of so many sins. Hasten the conversion of sinners that we may love Jesus Christ and cease to offend Him, who is already so much offended. Turn thine eyes of mercy toward us, that we may love God with all our heart on earth and enjoy Him forever in heaven. Amen. Hail Mary, beloved daughter of the Father. Hail Mary, immaculate mother of God the Son. Hail Mary, virginal spouse of God the Holy Ghost. All glory, honor, and praise to the ever-blessed Trinity who predestined thee and loved thee so exceedingly from all eternity as to exalt thee above all creatures to the most sublime heights. Amen. We have spoken about Our Lady of Fatima's five-point plan to defeat the coronavirus and especially the sinister manipulation of this supposed pandemic, as well as all other evils which afflict us. Number one, stay in the state of grace. Number two, Pray the rosary daily. Number three, wear the brown scapular and make holy use of the church's sacramentals. Number four, pray and sacrifice for sinners. And number five, pray for the Pope 
and specifically that he consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Here we have the plan given to us by God through his Most Holy Mother. Let us be faithful to it. Point number four of the plan is to pray and sacrifice for sinners. I would like to go more in depth on one particular aspect of point number four, which is reparation and the first Saturday devotion. Through his mother, Our Lady of Fatima, God has given us a most blessed way of making reparation for sin. That is, devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the reparation of the first Saturday devotion. On July the 13th, 1917, the Most Holy Mother of God spoke to the three shepherd children of Fatima, kindly and sadly, quote, You have seen hell, where the souls of poor sinners go. To save them, God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart, close quote. She continued by explaining that to prevent future divine chastisements like war, famine, and persecutions against the Church and the Holy Father, quote, I shall come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart and the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays, close quote. Thus, in order to bring real peace to the world and save souls from eternal damnation, we are to practice devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary by, number one, the Pope consecrating Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and two, you and I carrying out the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. We want to pay particular attention to this communion of reparation on the first Saturdays because this is something that we can directly do. Obviously, you and I, we cannot do the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, which only the Holy Father can do in union with the world's bishops. But most certainly, we can carry out this communion of reparation of the first Saturdays and it is almost certain that if more and more souls are carrying out this important work of reparation with love, with devotion and with faith that then we will at some point merit the great grace of finally the Pope consecrating Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary in union with the world's bishops. So, we truly want to do our very best to be faithful to this aspect of devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Again, namely, the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. On December the 10th, 1925, 
both Our Lady and the Child Jesus appear to Sister Lucia at her convent in Pontevedra, Spain. The Virgin Mary showed Sister Lucia her immaculate heart, which was encircled by thorns. And the child Jesus said, quote, Have compassion on the heart of your most holy mother, surrounded with thorns, with which ungrateful men pierce it at every moment. And there is no one to make an act of reparation to remove them. Close quote. Then the Virgin Mary said, quote, Look, my daughter, at my heart, surrounded by thorns, with which ungrateful men pierce me at every moment by their blasphemies and ingratitude. You, at least, try to console me and announce that I promise to assist at the moment of death with all the graces necessary for salvation all those who on the first Saturday of five consecutive months shall confess, receive Holy Communion, recite five decades of the Rosary, and keep me company for 15 minutes while meditating on the 15 mysteries of the Rosary with the intention of making reparation to me. Close quote. Through the Fatima message, Jesus and Mary themselves call us to carry out the reparation of the first Saturdays. Reparation. Reparation must be made because of sin. God is a God of goodness, justice, truth, and order. And Sin is a rejection of all these. It is a vicious attack upon goodness, justice, and truth. And God's holy order must be restored. Christ's passion and death on the cross is the work of reparation par excellence. You and I, poor sinners that we are, we could never make a just reparation for all the ways that we've offended God by sin. We could never do it. And so it is our Savior Jesus Christ who takes on this work of reparation on our behalf. This is what we mean when we say that our Lord satisfies the justice of God satisfies the just wrath of God, that he makes satisfaction for our sins and reconciles us to God and opens for us the gates of heaven. It is our Lord, by his suffering and death on the cross, that makes the only reparation that is commensurate with the offenses that we've made against God by our sins. Think for a moment just about our natural lives to better understand this work of reparation. If small children, for example, trash a house or break a window, the damage has to be repaired. 
And because the children are very small, they themselves cannot do it. And so the parents have to come in on their behalf and repair the damage so that justice and good order are restored. The damage has been done. Someone has to make reparation, a just reparation. Just as this is true in the natural order and in our natural lives, it is even truer in the supernatural realm when it comes to sin. And sin is such a horrible and unjust offense against God. Again, as I said previously, that when we sin, we on our own and by ourselves could never make a just reparation to God because of how we've offended God who is infinite, infinitely good, infinitely holy, infinitely loving. Our Lord, by His suffering and death on the cross, makes that reparation for us. But He calls us to unite ourselves to His work of reparation and also make reparation. This is what Our Lady came to call our world to do in Fatima. And when we pray and sacrifice for sinners, we are making reparation to God. The first Saturday devotion is a special grace that God and Our Lady have given us so that we can make a most effective reparation for sin by making reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Why do we make reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary? Our Lord revealed the specific answer to this question to Sister Lucia in 1930, explaining that there are five kinds of offenses and blasphemies uttered against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. One, blasphemies against the Immaculate Conception. Two, Blasphemies against her perpetual virginity. Three, blasphemies against her divine maternity, while refusing at the same time to recognize her as mother of men. Four, the blasphemies of those who publicly seek to place in the hearts of children indifference, scorn, or even hatred towards this immaculate mother. And five, the offenses of those who outrage her directly in her holy images. In general, reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is most effective because Mary's Immaculate Heart is one with the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And think about this. The one most offended by sin is God and the sacred heart of Jesus. Therefore, also the immaculate heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Blasphemy, heresy, and impurity are terrible sins first and foremost, against the Sacred Heart of Jesus, who has loved us so 
and therefore also terrible sins against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The rejection of the Catholic faith is also a terrible sin against the Sacred Hearts of Jesus and Mary. The rejection of the Catholic faith and any time also that one is not living the Catholic faith faithfully or when one is trying to change or dilute the practice of the Catholic faith. For example, when we are making it seem as if we can replace the holy sacrifice of the Mass with a televised transmission of the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Our Savior Jesus Christ instituted the Holy Eucharist and the most holy sacrifice of the Mass so that He personally could be in contact with us so that we could be there, present, both in body and in spirit, but obviously also in body, body and soul, so that we could be present there and be nourished by His most precious body and blood. The point here is that any form of rejection of the Catholic faith, any attempts to distort it or to change it, to dilute it, again, to act as if the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass is not the most important um, aspect of our Catholic faith and it's the most important thing that exists in the entire world. It is the sacrifice of our Savior Jesus Christ. He, who is God, is there present. Any form of rejection of the Catholic faith is a terrible sin, first and foremost against God and against the sacred hearts of Jesus and Mary. Hopefully this will help us to appreciate why Reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is so important, especially for our times. In carrying out the first Saturday devotion, I ask you to be very much aware of the intention. It's not just going through the motions, going to confession, receiving Holy Communion. You're doing all of these religious and pious acts, receiving sacraments, you're doing all of these with a specific intention, namely, making reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And so, as you carry out these things, tell yourself consciously, and not just yourself, but tell our Blessed Mother, I do this to love and honor you, and to make up for the ingratitude, indifference, and hatred of so many men. This is why I'm, this is my intention in, in receiving this Holy Communion. This is my intention in making a Holy Confession. This is my intention as I pray the Rosary. To love you, Blessed Mother, to honor you, to console you, and to make up reparation, to make up for the ingratitude, indifference, and even hatred of so many men. And so just to review, remember that what makes up 
the first Saturday devotion is first and foremost having this intention, the intention to make reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and then it is receiving Holy Communion, going to confession. You can go to confession either a week prior to or a week after the actual first Saturday of the month, praying the rosary, and then meditating on the mysteries of the rosary for 15 minutes. One of the things in terms of meditation, sometimes we have a harder time with the meditation on the mysteries of the rosary. But one of the things that I do, and I encourage you to do, is meditate on the mysteries of the rosary. And you don't necessarily have to meditate on all 15. You can even just choose one or two. But meditate, as you meditate on the mysteries of the rosary, Meditate on the immense love of Jesus and Mary. Their love of God and their love for poor sinners. For example, in the first joyful mystery, the Annunciation. As you meditate on the mystery of the Annunciation, I encourage you to focus in particular on the immense love that our Blessed Mother had for God. All of her life up to that point was a preparation for this great moment of the Annunciation and Incarnation. Think of all the small and large acts of love on the part of our Blessed Mother, love of God, that led up to the mystery of the Annunciation. And how her mind and her heart must have been so completely filled with the Holy Ghost and filled with the love of God, ready to do God's will, no matter the cost. So focused on the will of God that everything else is secondary. And so eager and zealous to, with all her strength, perform the will of God out of love for Him. With regard to the first Saturday devotion, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but the first Saturday devotion is specifically then doing this on five consecutive first Saturdays. So for five months. What then can you do with regard to this first Saturday devotion? Well, obviously, practice this devotion yourself faithfully. Do your very best to do it every single first Saturday of the month. Every single first Saturday of the month. Remember the magnificent promise that our Blessed Mother attaches to this devotion. That she promises to assist the soul that performs this devotion faithfully. She promises to assist this soul with all the means that are necessary for that soul's salvation. She promises this at the moment of death, basically the salvation of one soul. What a magnificent promise. And in addition to this personal promise, as I've been explaining, it is also a most effective way to make reparation for sin, to pray and sacrifice for poor sinners. So, Practice this devotion faithfully yourself 
and encourage others to practice it, especially your children and other children. As soon as children have made their first Holy Communion, they're able to carry out this devotion because they're able to receive Holy Communion and go to confession with this intention of making reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So encourage others to practice it, especially the children, as soon as they make their first Holy Communion. Encourage others to carry out this devotion, explain it to them. If you want more information, I strongly encourage you, contact the Fatima Center, look at their website. One of the issues of the Crusader Magazine, Crusader Magazine number 49, is dedicated specifically to this. It's titled, The Magnificent Promise for the First Five Saturdays. And then, this one may be more difficult, but if you can do it, do your very best to try to encourage priests that you know to also foster this devotion in their parishes and in their apostolates so that hopefully they will make this very much available, Mass and Holy Communion and Confession for the faithful who want to carry out this very beautiful devotion of the first Saturdays. Conclusion I would very much like to thank all of you who have been supporting the Fatima Center with your donations and with your prayers, especially in this difficult time. The Fatima Center continues to be committed to promoting 100% the Lex Orandi, Lex Credendi of the Catholic Church, that is, the doctrine and the worship, the true worship of the Holy Catholic Church, the traditional Latin Mass, and continues to be fully committed to teaching and promoting the full truth of the Fatima message, helping everyone to come to know and appreciate and hopefully carry out the message of Our Lady at Fatima. And the Fatima Center definitely continues to rely heavily on your help and cooperation. We're in this together, and we're in this together out of love for God and our Blessed Mother. So, thank you, and please continue to do your best to pray and support the work of the Fatima Center. Every donation that you make is appreciated and very much needed. You can use the donate button at the end of or below this video and at the Fatima Center website. I will now give you my priestly blessing. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. Benedictio Dei Omnipotentis. Patris et Fili et Spiritus Sancti, descendat super vos, et maniat semper. Amen. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. More information regarding Our Lady's five-point plan to defeat this coronavirus is available through our website, www.fatima.org, and in our printed literature, which can be sent by regular mail. Please share this message far and wide. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us.
Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us.